0: You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your host Daniel Wagner battles the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. And we're live, I do believe. Let's uh, Hey, good job! You remember to. Oh man, my producer's moving on up. Man, she's learning, learning from her mistakes. X out of those. All right, so so quick intro of today's topics roseanne gets fired nashville trump rally recap and tommy robinson goes to prison and of course stay tuned for the mystery link of the week at the end of the show so welcome y'all to another episode of unframe of mind the place where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom uh today we'll be lobbing fiery balls of truth reason and evidence over safe room walls and i'm your host daniel wagner and i'd like to introduce you guys to my guest this week First, I've got Danny, the Rust Belt Rebel. Welcome oh, to the show, sir.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right, and to, to be um, before I forget about it, I'd like to thank you personally for being my 400th subscriber.
1: Oh, there we go. It's a high honor. <laughs> so,
0: so there, you'll always have that in your heart. That'll be like your little badge you get from me. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: see, he didn't say shit when I subscribed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a relevant number. I mean, that sounded terrible. I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, come on. I should always be relevant somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm on Ambien, so... Anyway. you too,
2: eh? <laughs> so,
0: uh, <laughs> Miss Stacy, welcome back to the show for... What is this, your 27th appearance at this point?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think I'm just furniture now.
0: She's, she's become a regular here on the show. And uh, Chris from the YouTube channel, The Breakup. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, cheers. I've managed to
3: I've managed to show up on time this time. Yes, actually you
0: managed to show up. Period. This time. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> unlike the uh, unlike the previous two times where I uh, I showed up at the end of the show, and I think the third time I just didn't show up.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You you're starting to kind of get a reputation at this point, so you might want to start working on that, there, bud.
2: Is uh, Rico like going to off. be joining us on location somewhere, or no?
0: No, no, not this week. Not this week. Oh, that's too bad. That was oh, awesome. I, yeah, I do need to bring up the idea of that. Um, if, if you guys didn't have a chance to see the show last week, um, it was hilarious because uh, one of the guests, Rico, was actually out uh, of Wendy's because his Wi-Fi didn't work. And he was sitting there talking very loudly for a podcast. And then ever so often, you'd see him look up at all the people and like, like, he, like it dawned on him that he's in public while talking. It was so funny. Oh, my God. This shit was hilarious. So before uh, I I do have one more guest that may or may not be showing up, she's a she's a uh, somebody I had on as a guest uh, a long time ago before I was doing the live shows. And she's actually got twin babies and she's still kind of waiting on her replacement at this point. So if she does not show up, that's totally understandable. Um, If she does, it'll probably be later on just to give you a little heads up.
2: I'm trying to imagine how a woman gets a replacement with two kids.
0: Uh, her, Her mom. How
2: do you find somebody else to deal with that? <laughs>
0: <Her mom. laughs> oh we've already got a comment he somebody uh mike asks uh was he on ambient at wendy's and no no <laughs> i didn't think he was on it although i think the ambient might have helped him calm it down a little bit
2: <laughs>
0: hey thanks thanks for hanging out with us mike all right so let me uh start with the lightning round section this is this is called the practice unsafe section of the show and i'm just gonna throw a quick uh, three quick lightning round kind of style questions at you, and and have have you guys answer them. Um, you can answer in any order. Jump in whenever you're ready. And uh, the first question is: If people are demonstrably intoxicated, should their words and actions be forgiven?
2: No. Yes.
3: Yes. All the time. No. <laughs> That's main, mainly mainly because I'm highly intoxicated most of the time.
1: Yeah, I'm well, me too. But I don't use that as an excuse for being no. an asshole.
0: Oh
2: shoot
0: <laughs> i'm a
3: fucking asshole
2: uh <laughs> well, me too but again i don't use the alcohol as an excuse
0: <laughs> i'm since i'm sensing a guilty conscience playing at play here chris uh maybe you've done some things while you're intoxicated that you would like to have forgiven is that fair to say i've done
3: a lot of bad stuff daniel i've done a lot of bad stuff <laughs> <laughs>
0: right on right on all right so we'll, we'll move on to the next question is is there any food in the world that you would be willing to kill someone for no yes <laughs> no. We, we're already we're already having debates we even got started in the main topics what's up
3: I, i'm sensing that stacy and i may not be in moral alignment
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes because you would be willing to kill so if if uh
1: no, uh, well, <laughs> what, what what is it that you're willing to kill for? I yeah, that, I got know. Was, what, that was
0: the question. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, I well, I mean, you know, given given the right circumstances, Venezuela, for example, um, you know, if you were placed in that kind of predicament, I think you'd I think you'd kill. Um, I think you'd kill to eat. Um, so I think it's more a circumstantial thing for me that um, you know. If uh, if I was in a position where I was where I was hungry and
0: starving and on the brink of death, yeah, I'd fucking kill. You know, you make an excellent point. Now that we're adding extra qualifiers to it, yeah, I mean, it if, <laughs> if was it was me or the other guy, then sure, I would absolutely kill over any food. Period. But as far as a specific like food item, I I wouldn't necessarily care for. Um, that question does have relevance for later in the show. I just thought it'd be fun to throw it out as one of the lightning round questions. And, See, uh, I'm
2: one of those weird humans who just that the idea of eating just isn't for me. If I could, you know, swallow a pill that gave me my daily nutrients, I would do that and never eat food again. If I didn't have to eat, I wouldn't do it.
0: All right. So I got another interesting take on this question as well. Um, Mike says I'm willing to kill for any food that keeps me from starving. I also kill chickens for the freezer. You didn't specify humans. It's a good point. Matter of fact, uh, that's actually true cuz I just killed a uh, we we just killed a uh, snapping turtle mm, yesterday. Was it yesterday? I don't know. Day yeah. yeah. The day before yesterday, we killed a snapping turtle and we will be having soup <laughs> made out of the old lady. And I found 19 eggs inside of her. Those would have been delicious if they weren't drenched in bacon grease when I cooked them. So, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know what? Nothing Nothing gets worse with bacon grease. I don't know what you're talking well, about. It, it's it, better.
0: A certain amount of bacon grease just kind of just makes the entire dish taste like bacon grease. <laughs> So Again, I, what's
2: wrong with this? If it tastes I, like bacon, I, I, this know, I know
0: I, I'm failing to to tell you on the downside of this. I understand. <laughs> All right, last question. Last So question.
3: hang on,
2: you're
0: not you're not Muslim. Me? Me? Sure, shit, not. I'm talking to Daniel with that <laughs> fucking beard. <laughs> oh, the beard. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm actually trying to go undercover as a Muslim. Um, I actually start hitting up the tanning salon next week.
2: Just, just well, isn't uh, isn't that? it's not the muslims that grow their hair it's the sikhs that grow their hair they're the ones that don't cut their hair ever
3: yeah it's the sikhs
2: yeah so you'd have to wear a head wrap to have wrap all your your head hair yeah, yeah i could do that cut any of your body hair that's kind of their rule oh. which is why they have the big beards you that's
3: know what awesome. you should do daniel you should shave that
0: mustache off and start scaring the shit out of people no i'm good i'm good i i, I kind of need it cuz i'm i'm a little thin lipped and you know when i have no hair it looks it's a sad it's a sad, sad sight to see. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't think you understand. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try. Here, look at this. This is from about six years ago. I don't know if you can see this or not. Let's, let's see. That was me about six years ago.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Girl, you look like, little, you look like a, William like H. Macy me. without a beard. We, oh, God. That's not terrible, I guess. He's not
3: a an herbal like I'm. No, I think he's kidding? he's terrible looking.
2: Yeah, that's pretty gross, man. Like, I wouldn't do that with somebody else's body parts. That's freaking awful.
0: I'm a dude. I don't know what's good and what's not. I mean, that's you're, not
2: good. You're making his, I'm just telling like you.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of money, I, anyway.
2: Well, yeah, you can buy anything with that kind of money, but you can't buy good looks apparently.
0: Well, somebody said I should comb it upward into a burka. I'm not sure how that would work, but. <laughs> So you could be hijabalicious. <laughs> D- Danny, you want to explain that look you just had on your face? That was fantastic.
1: No, that that I, I think that it's definitely the next stage in your evolution, going from the clean shaven to the beard to go, going up with the burqa. I, 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 I think it might be on to something.
0: Straight up. We've like, um, okay, all right. all right, We might try <laughs> that out sometime. All right, last question for the, for the uh, round is, uh, uh, describe the worst fight you've ever been in, win or lose.
2: Define worst. I mean, Hey, it's hey. damage cost
0: or yeah, it's it's up to you. Whatever you classify as you know, you can interpret these questions however you want.
1: Well you seen this have you
0: seen the slice of my arms? Every fucking fight I've been in has been a bad one. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of yeah, but one
2: of them has to be the worst. I mean, bad bad is different than worst.
0: That's true. That's true. I'm a bleeder, not a fighter. I'm a bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> <Good girl. laughs> Uh, th- th- this question was just preempted because of what you had mentioned uh, last week or the week before. I can't even remember at this point, Stacey, uh about having been in a bar fight with a guy that didn't, yeah. d- didn't win that one is what I'm to understand.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, no. The w- the one where I got stabbed is the one I'd say I-, I didn't quite win. But it turns out when the paramedics came, they took the other girl first and then they sent another bus for me because she was in worse shape than I was.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Well>, I guess <laughs> I guess it was bad. It and wasn't
2: when they got there, there was still a knife in my back, which was kind of a pain in the ass.
3: Jesus Christ. How the fucking hell did that jump off, Stacey? Talk to us. Talk to me. I want to well, know. I'm, not, How have, I'm really, I'm really curious. About
2: bar, right? So it's my responsibility to do pat downs, make sure that nobody's bringing weapons in. And I guess I got too close to a weapon and she grabbed another one that I hadn't found yet. And that was it.
0: Oh, shit.
2: So I, I was bent over. So my back was fully exposed, and oh, that's really? how that went down.
0: What did, what did she think? You were going to send her to jail for having a knife? I mean...
2: Well, no, I was just going to take them and let her go in anyway, so I was right. just going to keep them. Jesus but I But no, she, she went way too far, and I ended up pretty much, well, me and the help of the other people I was working with, she got, she got boot fucked pretty good.
0: I would imagine. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. Yeah, she was
2: in more shape than me at the end of it. I mean, I only had the one wound, and she was yeah, she was really drunk and fell down a lot by the time the police got, them, I guess
0: she just got only, only the one wound except it could have been potentially paralyzing
2: <laughs> I I always went off to the side she freaking she couldn't hit a broad side of a barn
0: yeah,
1: and a- a- any fight story i have after that will pale in comparison yeah, right so. so i i think i'll just go to the next question yeah
0: yeah that that, that was the last question that was the last question okay. so. All right. Well, we'll move on to the main topics of the show. And and uh, Danny, the reason I had you, uh, I wanted to invite you on today is because uh, I I had seen your clip of you being interviewed at the Trump rally in Nashville, and I was just curious if if you could give us more of an, an on the ground look at what actually happened down there um, versus what the media narrative is. You know, just maybe yeah. we can compare notes and see what the reality of the situation was. See as how you were actually there. You want to yeah. give us a quick rundown?
1: Well, I'm. I'm not really – I can't really do a good juxtaposition for you because I don't know what the media narrative is. Uh, but regardless, re- it, it was a very peaceful, you know, just sort of a lot of excitement, uh, just a bunch of people who went there to sort of soak in the energy of the president and about like four protesters who did nothing. And so I, I'm not sure what the media is saying. I could take a guess that's not necessarily positive uh, about Trump and his base, but you know that's pretty much par for the course.
0: Right on. Um, well, as far as what I'm what I'm reading is that, well, there was not even enough people to get inside the venue that they still had a bunch of open floor space that and the uh, upper bowl was still empty um, with screenshots, a matter of fact. And I know that I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know in the past they tried to do that crap and they made it and, and, and you, you come to find out the pictures were actually taken while people were still coming into the venue. I didn't know if maybe at the height of the event, if, if that was the case or if that was fake wow. news.
1: Uh, so yes, yeah, kind of think about like inauguration day when they took the picture two minutes after the gates opened and they're like, oh wow, no one showed up when, when he was elected president. That was totally fake news. There's a little bit more truth to this. Um, now the pictures, I could see how they could have been uh, deceiving because there were large flags. So if, if I'm- You bring
0: your mic a little closer to your mouth.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So if I'm president Trump on the stage, there's like a couple large flags that are obscuring a few sections so mm-hmm. if you took a picture the right way you could certainly be like oh wow no one's here but there was a obstacle in the way i will say though that the top uh the, the top maybe 10 rows they weren't fully um you know fully attended but for the most part the floor was packed uh the lower bowl was packed and the upper bowl was probably about halfway or more full
0: Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I know. I know when we when I went out to the event last year. I think it was last year. Um, there was another Trump rally, either twenty sixteen or seventeen. I can't remember. Anyway, when I went out there, it, it was it was like a, a line had gone back. Um, um I want to say it was over a mile, just packed in. Just everybody trying to get into the place mm-hmm. after the place was already full. This is this is wild. Like he he had already finished the, the um, speech and was heading out, people were still trying to get in at this point. Yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous, the amount of people. I didn't know if that was the same. Uh, I mean, you were already inside, so I'm sure you didn't really get to see what was going on outside in this case.
1: Yeah, I, I would assume just because there was open seats that pretty much everyone who wanted to come did get a chance to uh, see the president. And I, I would say probably the reason for that, I wouldn't read into it too much as sort of a dish, uh, diminishment of the Trump base or the excitement behind Trump. Uh, I'd say that probably more closely reflects the fact that I think I might have heard one one radio advertisement for it. Uh, I'm not sure when it was announced. Um, but yeah, that, there's obviously a lot more energy behind the campaign as he's ramping up towards Election Day as opposed to right now, months before the 2018 midterms. Uh, no, so I think that that's probably to explain the discrepancy.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, And I mean, what did you think about the speech in general? This is kind of a question for all three of you at this point, if if you happen to seen it or not. um, I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on the speech.
2: I have no thoughts, honestly. I I don't I try not to think about the man as often as possible.
0: (laughs) I understand. I mean, especially since, you know, he's not your president.
2: (laughs) No, no. And even if I was American, he wouldn't be my president.
0: <laughs> oh you'd be you'd be the hashtag not my president.
2: Yeah, I would be that person. I, I I can only back politicians, not men with money who buy their way into something. I mean he had no, wait, no experience wait. that made him qualified for the position.
0: You just you said you can only back politicians, not men with money who buy their way into into their positions, which is the definition of Yeah, most
2: people are career politicians though. They're people I mean, you may have money, but if if you've been in public office forever, you've made a career out of politics. This guy literally went from TV to TV in the White House.
0: <laughs> that, should I mean, no the the that, that should tell you how sad the state of should tell you how sad the state of politics is, is. That people that have been doing it their entire lives couldn't even achieve the, the, the number one prize in the land, and some schmuck on the outside that's never done any of it in his entire life was able to win that prize. That's that should tell you everything you need to know about politics.
1: It, it, well, it, that's it, it. It's the sad
2: state of of affairs and politics right now. That that people. Don't trust people who have been doing it forever, and they really, really wanted a big change. I mean, we have an election coming up in June here, and the same thing is about to happen.
1: And what were you trying to say? Worse than that, I think it's just two words brought down the second largest political machine in the United States, the Bush, the Bush political machine, was brought down with the words "low energy." I think that that really, even more clearly, shows you. Uh, the state of politics in America, and how much people are willing to just get rid of both Republican and Democrat uh, be- because of how broken the system has been up until recently. I've, I'm sure Stacey and I uh, have some disagreements. In that regard. Hey,
0: that that's perfectly okay, and that's 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 the whole kind of point of my show. I I don't want to just have an echo chamber here. You know, I I have people on that, that you know agree to be respectful when we have conversations. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna drag anybody into some kind of a a fight that I'm trying to you know spring on anyone or anything like that. So
1: no, it, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's what I get paid my rubles for. So <laughs> uh, I, I I I'm I'm here for Trump.
0: What 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 about you, Chris? Well, he, uh, <laughs> about you chris i don't know i don't know where you well i mean
3: stacy was sort of saying that you know um and i paraphrase some schmuck from reality tv is now president and um isn't it kind of funny thanks to netflix some schmuck that was president is now going to be having a reality tv show i'm talking about obama
0: (laughs) that's an interesting take i hadn't i hadn't considered that but yeah i guess the uh, road goes both ways, I suppose. But, you know, I mean,
3: I, you know, I, I think I, I think that the I think that the election, um, uh, the 2016 election, uh, Trump being elected, was a sort of natural progression from, from Obama being elected. Uh, Obama was uh, underqualified to be president, um, completely, and he was basically um, it was eight years of uh, the Obama show, reality TV. Uh, you know cult of personality bullshit and trump was a logical progression i mean i love trump don't get me wrong you know i'm on the trump train but um but you know it's it's a it's a it's a logical progression you know
0: yeah i I can't quite say i'm on the trump train necessarily i'm be it be as that i consider myself an anarchist that'd be kind of a weird position to take but in terms of of recognizing that it's the uh, like you said a natural progression, or more like the the symptom, the root the the root to, the, the symptom to a problem rather than the root cause. Um, it, it, when you that, when uh, you've got a when yeah. you've got a culture
3: when you've got a culture that is so celebrity obsessed, so Hollywood obsessed, I mean, it's just you know in a weird way, it, it's kind of it kind of makes sense that Trump would become president um you know just sort of looking at it at,
0: at, at a very simplistic manner all right quick uh shout out to the comment section as uh, zoe mercy says hi from england at 1 15 a.m
3: uh
0: i think chris it's a little bit later than that even for you isn't it uh it certainly is what what time is it for you oh no late. i mean it's uh it's half 10 in the morning oh yeah it's early yeah that's right early. gotcha all right and then uh are you watching w says is it uh, he, he said it was uh an obvious sorry it was an obvious going to happen you had a man worse than jimmy carter so you would have to have a next level reagan so uh, (laughs) i'm I'm assuming somebody is definitely on the trump train in this case
2: i can't help but think that he's gonna be the next nixon you're gonna see the i am not a crook thing happening like any moment now
0: yeah that that seems to be that seems to be the story. One side's spinning. One one side says he's better than Reagan, and one side says he's worse than Nixon. And you know, tell meet. It's really frustrating to hear both sides of the story, and both sides saying the same thing about the other guy. Like, oh, our side would never get away with blank, or we would never be able to do blank. <laughs> it's like, come on, you got you guys got to be able to see through this bullshit. And, don't
3: don't you don't you kind of hate it that our side, your side, um ridiculousness you know people treat politics as a team sport and and that actually that actually um uh, how would i say it like that that cheapens politics more than more than the election of trump could uh these people who are just so partisan uh that they won't call out their own side it, it you know it's it's not the fucking super bowl guys like this is <laughs> like you know, this is this is the kind of shit that's going to like affect us for the next four to eight years. Like, grow up.
0: <clears throat> you look like you were getting ready to say something there, Danny.
1: Uh, oh uh, well, the the first thing that I sort of been keeping it in for a second. But I
0: your You you're you're that guy that wants to be real polite and wait for everybody else to finish talking before he throws it. Dude, you got to jump in, homie.
1: <laughs> all right, all right uh i'll make sure to be a bull in a china shop henceforth but uh first off to stacy i gotta say i am i I realize that it's not entirely serious but he's not just a a tv schlub who ended up in the white house i mean that that started like maybe in the mid-2000s he has a career going back a couple decades before that uh there's quite a a few decades yeah there's a video i love it's oprah winfrey in like 1988 she has Donald Trump on his show and she's like, Donald, please, w- would you consider running for president? Would you, could you? Um, you know, they, they, he, he's, he's been around for a long time. He's been making deals for a long time. And uh, he he's the only guy who I've seen. So I used to be an anarcho capitalist. I, I, I completely agreed and still to a large part agree that a government. Is like an old car with a hood ornament, and you change the hood ornament. Say it's a different car; it's the same car under the hood. Um, you know, hood, hood ornament being the president. Uh, but Trump, this guy's really different. He, he, I, I'm now like an oxymoron, maybe like an anarcho-nationalist. But Trump has really <laughs> he, he, he's restored my faith in the political process. I, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. And if you had discussions with me about a year ago. I would never have said this, but I, I'm going to be getting very involved in this upcoming election. Wait, so uh, Trump
0: makes people anarcho-nationalists, and Jordan Peterson makes people uh, Christian atheists. Man, what will
1: <laughs> I hear next? What will uh, I hear next? It, it, yeah, so it's definitely, it's definitely an interesting world that we're going into. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Trump is the only person who, who, who I, I don't think is an evil criminal who's been in, in the Oval Office for a long time. <laughs> the, the, the rest of them have been evil really bad people and we were really close to getting maybe the 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 greatest uh criminal among them all but we we uh lock her up yeah lock her up i actually oh that that was my big moment of pride at the trump rally is i'm the guy who got the lock her up chant going so <laughs> they they carried me out of there like it was the end of rudy it was oh uh, you're
0: you're you're buying you're drinking the kool-aid hook line and sinker ain't you
1: oh yeah yep <laughs>
0: But you seem to be enjoying yourself, anyway. And I, you know, I'm, 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 perfectly okay with everybody having their own separate opinions, as long as we ain't trying to kill each other. Or, you know, hashtag Antifa. Like that's so. That's so, emotional.
1: but would your position be that Hillary Clinton is not a uh, criminal to a very large degree?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the anarcho-capitalist uh, area, hundred uh, percent. Okay. Uh, See, I feel I'm, like
2: Hillary Clinton is the reason that Trump is the president. Oh because, yeah! God, a fucking dead dog would have won against Hillary.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> which she was. Very, how, why, she was. She's very close to being. I might add.
2: Why would any woman vote for her? Like, I mean, in my head, when I saw her up there, I went, "Are you freaking serious?" So we have this guy who's grabbing him by the pussy, and we have this girl who defended her husband grabbing women by the pussy while well, he was the president and stayed with him, despite the fact that her husband humiliated her publicly, lied to his constituents on national television, lied in other capacities, and she's like, oh no, but I love him, and she stays with him. You stay with somebody who makes a total freaking ass of you? Are you freaking kidding me? What message does that send to women that says, oh, well, stay with a guy. Stay with a guy even if he's beaten you, because, you know, you got to stay with your husband. Because he's powerful.
0: He's, he's he's the alpha he's the alpha dog in this in this case you know why not
2: well yeah exactly and then they put her up to run for president when she she can't even run her marriage
0: look a lot a lot of people say that uh
3: trump and hillary were two of the worst uh candidates in us history to run for president and I agree no, there. Th- th- look i mean there may be some validity to that uh to a certain degree um but what i find interesting is that hillary losing may not have necessarily been the fact that a lot of people like donald trump a lot of people fucking hated hillary Mm -hmm. and they voted they didn't vote for donald trump because they liked him they voted for donald trump or abstained from voting because they hated hillary
2: well that's it they didn't vote for trump everybody was voting against hillary was what it was they didn't want her so bad that he ended up winning
1: at least, I, would say, at I, would least I would
3: say everyone, because a lot of people, a lot of people voted for Trump because they liked him.
1: Yeah, I mean, thirty-five mean, percent of Trump's votes were from people who were genu genuinely huge Trump fans. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been filling 10, 12, 20,000 arenas three times a days, months, months on end. Well, I'll there, tell there you was, right there now, there excitement there if that was the in other campaigns.
0: If the Democrats don't get their shit together and start producing some kind of a vision or something to move for versus, oh, we all hate Trump and we're just voting or, you know, get in there and vote because, you know, we got to get rid of Trump. Trump's bad. Trump's evil. You know, they got to they got to they gotta find something else to run on besides hate. And, and if if they can't get their shit together and give people a vision or something to strive toward or, or move forward to, I don't I, I seriously don't see them coming anywhere close in the midterms or even the next presidential election coming up in 2020.
1: S- can, can I ask a question really quick? I want to get people's opinions. Yeah, what you got? Which would you prefer, Trump Pence twenty twenty or Trump Kanye twenty twenty?
0: Oh yeah, geez. Trump Trump Kanye. Dude, we we were talking about um double O uh, be uh, Oprah and uh, Obama Obama's wife.
1: Oh right? God, help yeah. us.
0: Yeah, how about that? I mean, I could see the the marketing <laughs> materials for that It'd be like two big old O's look like tits. You know, oh, get
1: the vote. <laughs>
0: Or it could look like eyes, like Big Brother watching you. You know, that'll probably be the spin yeah. the on yeah. that one. Well, uh, you know, and if you market it as multiple O's, then you'll definitely get the female vote. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. I'm, I'm going to move on to the next subject, unless you guys had anything super important you want to throw out there. And Kanye. That's a no. Kanye. Go ahead. Hashtag Kanye. All right. So. I've been I've been I've been kind of waiting to talk about this particular subject because it's it's something I've been keeping up with for quite a while now. Um gentleman by the name of Tommy Robinson. If you haven't heard of him, please check his work out. It's pretty, pretty interesting, pretty inspiring. This dude's got some balls like I like you wouldn't believe. And he's in the UK standing up against the bullshit that his country's going through, trying to, at least as far as I can tell, trying to maintain some semblance of his culture. And He's been known here recently for standing up for for free speech and fighting the establishment and trying to make it to where, you know, maybe we should be able to talk about the issue we have with these Muslims in our country without being, you know, steamrolled by the government and by the media. Well, oh, if if you're unaware with what has happened over the last uh, week, he actually got arrested. Um, I can't remember exactly what day it was, but it was in between last Wednesday's show and this Wednesday's show. And. From what I can tell, he was standing outside filming, uh, standing outside of a courthouse filming people as they're exiting from a, a rape gang case and trying to get questions and trying to you know shout out different questions to the to the people like, you know, the media typically tend to do. Um, however, he was the only media there and there was not really wasn't anybody else there. I mean, there, there was a few people, you know, lumbering about, but are, you know, all intents and purposes. It didn't look like he was actually doing anything, you know outside outside the, the, the bounds of the law well they came along and picked him up threw him in a paddy wagon took his phone told him that he's he's disturbing the peace and he's he's inciting violence and and these were the, these were the charges that were laid on him um, and in an in a act of of pure uh, the, the most amazing feat I've ever seen happen in the court system of any government ever within four hours he was already sentenced and convicted to 18 months in jail which
2: I thought
0: it was 13. Uh, maybe it was 13 or 18. I, I don't remember I the Thirteen. Th- 13. Sorry, 13 months. My bad. All right, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, it, it blew my mind that it they could they could knock that shit out in four hours like i i mean i've i've known people that have been dealing with uh, court uh hearings and all sorts of crap and this shit goes on for six months to a year you know they're sitting there just constant court dates going in in and out in and out and then they finally give the sentencing and it's, it's 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 a damn process and it should be in some cases but um What what I wanted to bring up then and the reason that that question about food to kill over was was so important is because um, there's actually been another gentleman that was put in jail. Um, He was he was put in jail for putting a bacon sandwich out in front of a mosque and got got in prison for it. Well, he was serving, I believe, a 12 month sentence and about halfway through his sentence, he ended up killed in jail. Tommy Robinson has been in jail before and uh, damn near got uh, boiling sugar water poured over him. Um, uh, for all intents and purposes, we're we're looking at a potential death sentence for Tommy Robinson in this case. And I'm 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 kind of looking at this from afar and, and and on one hand wishing I could do something and on the other hand wishing and hoping that that our country never moves quite that far. But I fear that we are about five minutes behind them in terms of of the the. Orwellian bullshit we're seeing go on over there. Um, Before I go on, is there anything, any comments you guys wanted to make?
1: (laughs) I I do have one comment uh, that makes the whole situation even worse is after this decision was handed down to uh, give him his, so it it was what's called a a suspended sentence. Put your
0: mic up to your mouth,
1: man. It was what's called a suspended sentence. And uh, after the decision was handed down, there was a subsequent media blockout. So the press wasn't allowed to report on it which just adds a whole nother level of 1984 to the whole situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and as I'm, I'm actually currently reading through 1984 right now, and it's, it's freaking eerie how similar Mm -hmm. our current state of affairs is, especially in countries like the UK. Well, he was, he was, he was already, he was on a suspended sentence,
3: which meant that, um, he could be, he could be arrested and detained quite easily. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we've seen that uh, in his arrest and subsequent jailing. Um, it, if This was definitely a coordinated and calculated um, and planned strike on him. You know, like there was no, as Daniel quite rightly said, there was no other media out there reporting on this. Um, he wasn't doing anything wrong. But then you have seven police officers rock up and arrest the dude. Like, uh, this was this was calculated. This was planned. They want him in jail. And uh, unless he's placed into solitary confinement um, or some, so- like, it, it, unless he's taken out a general population like he was uh, last time he was in jail, he will be dead. Mm-hmm. He will be dead. And if he dies in jail... Um, the United Kingdom's already at boiling point. There's a lot of angry people. Uh, it is totalitarian, um, Orwellian shit that's going on over there. And if he dies in jail, which there's a good chance he will, um,
0: you're going to see a civil war for sure. hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's that's something I'm I'm deeply concerned about. There's there's gonna be something happen if if he does die. I, I don't know what, and I, I fear the worst because it, there's it's like it's like uh, coming to a head right now. This this shit's boiling over, and people are getting pissed, and, and you're starting well, more and more of these. Like little... the the racial and religious tensions over there are, are
3: are so huge, um, and you know for pretty much for good reason. Uh, you know, based on the shit that Tommy Robinson talks about, and you throw you throw a renegade like him in jail, and if he gets killed by uh, if he gets killed by Muslim
0: inmates, bang, instant martyr, instant martyr, he'll be instant martyr, instant martyr.
2: I, instant martyr. I, isn't the I, I really. System responsible for him.
0: I'm sorry. Like one any one
2: other one. person who goes into prison, the prison system is responsible for keeping people safe. I mean, we're not throwing people in there so that they, they can just not be supervised and
0: now, get hurt. I mean, to answer it's your the question?
2: responsibility of the guards to make sure that he's okay. So if he's not okay, doesn't that come down on the head of these people who work there? No.
0: You would you would think, to answer your question, though, allegedly during in, in the court while it was going on, um, Tommy Robbins' uh, You know, hastily uh, appointed uh, attorney was pointing out, hey, uh, if he goes to jail, there's a very good chance he'll end up dying in jail. And the the judge was like, well, he knew what he was getting into when he when he did this. Here's
3: the thing, like homeboy, homeboy didn't even get a solicitor of his choice. He got a uh, he got a court appointed solicitor and the judge, uh, the judge who was um, uh, it wasn't like a jury, like there was no jury. It was just a judge deciding. The, the the judge didn't even watch the live stream. The judge had watched a couple of minutes of the live stream.
1: That, that, that's really crazy. And um, I, it's obvious, too, why they want to lock him up. So I got to disagree with you guys on one point. I actually I don't think that this is this is going to have any lasting sort of revolutionary um, effects to come out of it. If if the British people aren't in outright rebellion after the grooming, you know, industrial rape of children scandals that have come out pretty much every two months for the past year and a half. I, I, I fail to see how one guy's death is um, is going to do it. Hopefully you're right. But even if they wanted to, they don't have any guns. This is why you have the second amendment.
3: Well, look, I mean, I agree. I agree with you, Danny, that, the, the whole Tommy Robinson being jailed thing right now is going to blow over. I mean, we we live in such a, uh, a a time where there is such a quick turnover in terms of media stories and outrage. I mean, shit, a week and a half ago Twitter was buzzing about Kanye. Who's talking about Kanye right now? Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's such a quick turnover mm-hmm. in in terms of outrage and and passion and hysteria. Um so the outrage over Tommy Robinson being jailed and there being worldwide protests will simmer down. But if he does get killed in prison, that's a game changer. That's a what complete that game changer. And that, that 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 outrage, if he gets the, killed in prison, will not simmer down. The people that people will rise be up with what
1: weapons. W well, by what
2: you mean? don't need weapons, though. So <laughs>
0: they're they're not
2: guns the, in order to to cause havoc.
1: Uh hopefully.
0: Uh, no, I, you, I I hear what, I hear what you're saying, Danny, about the weapons, and I, I have heard stories of of you know uh, I heard a story about the uh, Russians trying to take over one of one of those one of those countries near them. I, I'm terrible with my geog- geography. Probably Georgia. They they had they they basically took rocks and killed the first few guys that came through and then they took their guns and then they used those guns and turned them on them and killed a few more guys and took theirs guns and eventually ended up back getting Russia to back off, you know. When people when, when there's a will, there's a way and there's a meaning, there's a reason that's a cliche. Yeah. And I think if people and, and are stopping like, they will figure out what they have to do to make it happen. And well, I mean, hell like
3: the United Kingdom like has a higher murder rate now than New York City. That's Uh, London. London, I'm sorry. London has a higher murder rate than New York City, and that's knife crime. So, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure, they don't have firearms, but they've got butter knives.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, and uh, (laughs) and frankly, I hope you guys are right.
0: Hey, welcome to the show, Miss Cora. Glad you could join us.
4: Hi, can you hear me?
0: Yep, I can hear you fine. Good. All right. If you could turn your phone into horizontal mode, it would make a much better... Much better show for the rest of us. uh... (laughs) Yeah, don't don't turn your head in horizontal mode. (laughs) You You gotta turn. (laughs) I don't think. Is that
4: right? Did I do it right?
0: I don't. Well, I don't think it's working. Well, wait. When you talk, go ahead and talk.
4: Um, I'm talking now. Is that good?
3: No, it's it stayed sideways. That's weird. Like like if if I tilt my head on a ninety degree
0: angle, you look normal. (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry about it. We'll just deal with it that way. Not a big deal. Um, anyway. Oh, and we're losing you. Oh, no. All right. So we're, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next subject before we run out of time here. I've got 20 minutes left to work with. So I wanted to. Oh, oh by the way, before I move on from that subject, uh, I want I have a link I want to show you guys. It's, a, it's, it's in the description. It's a petition that you can sign. Or free—it's a free Tommy Robinson petition. I don't know what else to do. Um, I don't know if this will even work, but when I when I first signed it, it was sitting around three hundred thousand, and their goal was five hundred thousand, um, and they they just hit it this morning. So I mean, just hop on there, and if if you if you want to do anything, try that. I mean, I don't know what else to do at this point. um There's just that. Anyway, we'll move on to the next subject. Links in the description for that. So w- I'm going to move on to the next. Uh, we got Roseanne getting fired for a tweet. I've been kind of not really sure how I feel about this one exactly because uh, there's, there's a lot of little moving bits and pieces to it that, that kind of happened in the aftermath and in the in the crash thereafter. Um, for, for anybody that's not familiar with this, which if you're not by now, that's really weird. You should probably get out from under a rock. I'm um, going to bring up that tweet. And I'll show you guys what that what the original tweet said and what she said talking about Valerie Jarrett. She claimed that the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby and that equals Valerie Jarrett. Um, what, let me get some initial reactions from you guys first uh, before I go on with this one. Can kind of tell you what I feel about it? I'm just curious what the what the jury is thinking about this one. Well,
2: I, I think that she has a right to freedom of speech like everybody else. Um. Uh, you know, we we've all done some drugs, sleeping pills or otherwise, but that's no excuse for the things that she said. I mean, if that's how she feels, she's entitled to feel that way, and she's entitled to say it. We don't have to like it, but you don't get to blame substances for just rampant racism out of nowhere. I mean, she's entitled to feel that way. And we don't have to agree with her. Okay.
0: Yeah, just, just yeah, the, the speech. Before you go on too much farther, just to add a little more clarity to that, um, I gotta, uh, she had actually said um, later on afterwards uh, that she'd been on Ambien, uh, medication user treat insomnia. And she tweeted, Guys, I did something unforgivable, so do not defend me. It was two in the morning, and I was Ambien tweeting. It was Memorial Day two, and I went too far and do not want it defended. It was egregious, indefensible. So, um, she has apologized multiple times about it. And I, I, of course, you know, since she happens to be on the, the right, um, I don't know that the apology will have any sway so, whatsoever. Do
2: any of you guys drink? Like just a thought here. I mean, I, have done, I've done some, some drunk tweeting I and mean, drunk, tw- uh, twittering with you that day. And he said, were you drinking? I said, no, not really, not that much, but no, you mean you, when you're angry and you're drinking or you're on any kind of substance, the shit that's coming out of your mouth is, is the shit that's really in your head. There's no filter, that's what the problem is with drinking and, and other drugs. There's no filter anymore like where normally you'd be like you know I could say this because I feel this but I'm not going to say it because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or it's going to get me in trouble. That filter goes away so what's actually in your head is what comes flying out your mouth or fingers in her case. So I mean to, to say that it's the drugs, yeah it's the drugs that allowed her to say it. She would probably wouldn't have actually said that not on medication but that's really what's banging around in your freaking skull. Like that's really what you're thinking, or you wouldn't have ever said it.
0: All right. Anybody else?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll chime in a little bit. Uh, First (laughs) off, I thought it was a little bit funny. I I, I enjoy, I enjoy uh, rabble rousing on Twitter every now and then. So I, I, I thought it was a little bit funny, but you know what? Her show got canceled. I don't care that much. I like things that move the needle. Uh, which you know that really did it was the biggest show on network television you know the second biggest thing besides the super bowl or something this year so it, it is interesting to note i think that the most interesting takeaway from this is that the people who run television they it's not a caring about the bottom line that drives them this show was making a ton of money last Man standing that was one of the most popular shows on tv and that one got canceled without even really a, an outrage that's comparable. Uh, Sam Hyde had a show on Adult Swim that had a cult, cult following, and that got canceled. Uh, so really anything that's moving the needle uh, to, to sort of match what's going on online in the culture wars, anything that you see from the six corporations that are in charge of everything, it, it's not going to get much playtime. If it has traction, people like it it's going to get taken off the air. Now it, it was sort of a, an, an obvious one to get taken off uh, because of the tweet. Um, but I, I think it would have gone one way or the one way or another at some point.
0: Right on. Uh, so, somebody in the comments was saying, uh, uh, I, I, I just lost it. Hold on. Let me find it again. All right. Uh, how, how come it's racist when, uh, when she said that, but not when folks call Trump an orangutan. <laughs> That's an interesting point. Sure. Now, See, I mean,
1: I'm
2: this, a I, non-trumper, and I don't think I've ever called him that. I mean, I've called him Agent Orange and a few other things, but I don't know that I've ever oh, called so, him an orangutan.
0: No, yeah, it's good because it because it has orange in it, I guess. But anyway, now, um, yeah, the, the things you say on Twitter, you know, could have potential consequences absolutely and then what she said was not it it was not in great taste i'll give you that um i'm kind of i'm trying to look at this you know yeah i can look at that and and see clearly how it could be considered racist i I don't know that he she was being racist i don't know i I can't claim to read her mind Mm -hmm. whether she's a racist or not all i can all i can say is um when if you just look at what she actually wrote and compare a picture of somebody from Especially um, one of the female characters from the old version of *Planet of the Apes*, and you put her next to uh, Valerie Jarrett. Um, she's fucking right, okay? She really <laughs> does kind of, kind of look very similar. It's it's a fair it's a fair you know comparison. So uh,
4: I, it's, it's, I have something to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so um, I think Roseanne originally started um, 1988. Um, and it has always been like a, con- she has always had controversial um, aspects of her show. Like back in the day, there was um, a scene where um, I think it was her son. He had a school play and there was a black girl that he had to kiss in the play. He came home and told his father he didn't want to kiss the girl because she was black. And then later on, um, they ended up getting married. So it's always been controversial like that. But, but it- and while we have the freedom of speech, um, you do have to kind of filter or censor what you say, or just don't say it at all. Um, but was it racist? No, not in my opinion. Islamophobic? No, not in my opinion. Um, but I just feel like you know, protect. You have to be smarter and protect um, your integrity and protect what you have. Like um, she, like Stacey was saying, if that's on your mind, even if you are drunk or if you if you are on drugs or taking a sleeping pill for her instance you have to filter what you say or don't say it at all so that's just my take on it Uh,
1: stacy i I got a quick question for you i was wondering uh do you think that the maxine waters is wearing a a james brown wig was it was that one racist that trump said (laughs) i'm just curious that that, that's that's going back like 800 scandals but I, i am curious on your take
2: um I, this is the 1st time hearing of it.
1: Oh, oh, it's great. You got to look it up then. All right.
3: <laughs> I love, I love.
2: Jake. Well, most no. of what comes out of his mouth is trash. So I'm going to have to assume yes, but.
1: Actually, most of what comes well, out of his mouth him?
0: is trash. <laughs> so just, just to give a, a, a little kind of backstory or not back, whatever. Anyway. I remember a long time ago when I was I was probably early 20s or so. I was sitting there joking around with with a a family member. Um, The boy was a mixed kid and I had made a joke about a monkey. Okay, and and suddenly the room stopped and I'm like, what? (laughs) I didn't know. I, I, I honestly did not know that that was considered to be a racist thing. And it really was not meant as a racist thing. And, and I apologize for. It. Like, yeah, I get it. I, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But you know, I, in this day and age, I think I think the one thing that I'm I'm concerned about is like Roseanne is old enough <laughs> to know better. Like she should know exactly how that's going to be misconstrued, whether she meant it in a racist way or not. She should have known that that was exactly what was going to happen. Um, and and it kind of look comes off looking a little weak when she tries to blame Ambien for it. You know, I get mm-hmm. do some crazy shit on Ambien, but. Again, you gotta look at how they're gonna spin it and 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 how that's gonna look in the mainstream. And that's just not I, I hate that we have to kind of play these stupid mind games about how every action you take is gonna look a certain way. And and I really don't wanna live in a world where like the the your single most egregious action or words, you know, they, they define you for the rest of your life. Like I, I can't like if i got fired every time i said something stupid you know i wouldn't have a job i mean people people we're we're all out here kind of floating around in the ether trying to figure this shit out and sometimes we slip up sometimes we make mistakes and we have a slip of tongue that we didn't even know that was offensive to somebody and we really honest to goodness did not mean it in an offensive way it's like but if that shit's on the internet, they will never let you live it down. That, that one thing you said 20 years ago is going to be your defining moment for the rest of your life. And now, Oh, well, he's a racist for the rest of your life. Like what the fuck, man? Like, is it possible? Is it not possible for people to change their minds and grow? Even, even if let's say that, that someone was a racist 10 years ago, is it not possible for them to learn and, and change their mind and not be held to that standard back 10 years, ago? 10 years ago? I mean, like, at what point do we allow people the room to grow and become better people, regardless of what's posted out there on the
1: internet? And I, I'll, I'll tell you what the biggest mistake that she made was, was apologizing um, to the cry bully mob. It, it, if Trump ta- taught you anything about PR and how to handle things, never apologize.
3: Yeah, but she, she done fucked up big time. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Um, no doubt. Fucked up yeah, she made time. a mistake. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> It's gonna um, be
0: a long time before she can work her way out of that one. If, uh, if all. she's screwed, she's screwed. But that kind of
4: reminds me of uh, Paula Dean. Um, she that wasn't even on the internet when she said what she said. It was in her restaurant, and that came out years later, and it was a big thing. And everything, you know, got all of her shows got expelled and
0: oh, yeah, from the Food network, that.
4: and mm-hmm. she lost a lot of contracts. So. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be on the internet to follow you for the rest of your life. But as you said, that was, you know, X amount of years ago. And I'm pretty sure, you know, she's grown and she's learned, hopefully. But stuff like that, once it's out, it's out in the media and it doesn't go away, unfortunately.
1: Unless if you're Hillary Clinton kissing Robert Byrd, the Grandmaster of the KKK, then that, <laughs> that, that one gets swept under the rug. <laughs> you know, we, we won't talk about that one, but, you know, oh, I, no. everything else.
0: Absolutely, if you've got the right politics, you, you can get away with fucking murder. I mean, quite literally. Yeah, like, yeah literally. What was the what was the dude's name? I, I I forgot his name right now. The guy that was found dead in the in in uh, a. Just said Seth it, Danny. Just said it. What was his name? Rich. His
1: name oh, yeah, was Seth Rich. Oh yeah, Seth Rich. My
0: bad. My bad. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> listening. I apologize. But yeah, Hello. hashtag Seth Rich. Yeah, look that one up. That was not. <laughs> and <laughs>
1: when when Trump talks about MS-13 animals, it's connected to Seth Rich. That, you know that's...
3: what's you know what's fucking hilarious? What's that? Was um a couple of days after um that whole animal statement that Trump made about MS thirteen and then I tweeted I tweeted this shit. There was a headline that there was an MS thirteen gang member whose name was Animal <laughs> 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 like, you can't make that shit up. Yeah. The guy's name I, is fucking I got, animal. I got
0: I got in a discussion with a guy over Twitter uh, the other day uh, and was sitting there trying to point out to him that, you know, he was talking about MS-13, you know, he's, he's sitting there trying to defend Nancy Pelosi and the fact that she was, you know, defending all immigrants It's like, as if Trump was attacking, it's like, I, I sent him specific, you know, this is when he shut up and I didn't hear from him ever again, but I sent him three links. One was the uh, link of the original footage where she was asking him about the concern she had over MS-13 and then his immediate comment about the the animals that are doing what they're doing um the next one was a link about um him defending it a couple days later not really defending it but trying to clarify it and then the third one was about uh him in last night's rally uh doubling down on it and saying yeah i'm not backing down from this I, i what i said was absolutely what i meant and you know it's it's funny they don't shut his ass up that's that's again balls man I think the country needs more of them for sure maybe not his but somebody needs
2: them
3: you know it's, a, it's it's that kind of the you know cnn and msnbc and the likes want to spin all this shit they want to spin straight talk down to the minutiae and, and say that this is offensive and blah, blah blah but like him or hate him trump is a straight talker and that resonates with the majority of americans mm. um you know, it's 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 the kind of it's kind of he talks in the same way that you would talk to someone sitting at a bar. Um it's not yeah, it's not politically correct, uh, but it's straight down the line. You know, simple as that. And MS thirteen are animals.
4: And I feel like and you, there's a, sorry. Um I no. also feel like it it like it deters from the actual what is going on. Ms. Thirteen, they're you know they have all these they're, they're causing all these problems. It's a very savage gang, and instead of looking at that and focusing on how we can you know get rid of that or reduce the crime rate with Ms. Thirteen, now it's oh let's look at the racist or supposedly racist comment that they're that he's calling them animals. When in fact, the way they are savage, they are acting as if they are animals. So I'm sorry, but he did call it as it is. Everything Trump says out of his mouth, like it or not, it's not racist.
3: But there's this there's this tendency to conflate um, because MS13 are, are primarily Mexican and immigrants, uh, and I don't like to use the left right too much, but the left want to conflate any criticism of ms13 with racism and anti-immigration and blah 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 and that's bullshit i mean it's like you kind of get where i'm going with that like i'm you know what i mean like it's it's just it's just ridiculous
1: and this is going to be a very much a losing issue for the democrats in the midterms and 2020. they are the party that's in favor of ms13 and so up until now so visual persuasion is the most important kind. And up until now, they've been able to paint it as we're pro-Hispanic and well, Trump is anti Put that
0: microphone on your chin. I will stick oh. it up your ass.
3: Oh, he will. He oh, will. He's right. into that kind of stuff. Like, the, guy's,
2: <laughs> the, guy's,
3: the guy's very bored, sexually married, has some children, uh, hasn't been adventurous in a long while. And uh, Danny, you better get
0: prepared.
1: Um, all right. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it right here so everyone can hear me loud and clear. Hey, I just hey, want to hear man.
0: your beautiful voice, man.
1: All right. All right. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that MS 13 is very visual. We can picture the tattoos on the people's face. You know, at, at, at the rally, he goes, they like to use a knife so that they could cut. He's a very visual persuader. And uh, now that he's framed it, you know, he's, he's, picked like, he's simplified He's taken sort of the whole security immigration debate and he simplified it to one thing. Let's get MS 13 out. That's like simplifying the whole border protection strategy as a big, beautiful wall. He he's an incredible simplifier and that and it's going to be a lot more persuasive and a lot better issue than people are expecting oh, uh, for, for the GOP.
0: Of, sorry to sorry to interrupt, but in terms of the, the art of persuasion, I mean you notice whenever he mentions something about the wall, he always kind of makes himself kind of look like a wall, like mm-hmm. very expressive in that and makes it, you know, it just you you notice a lot of things like that. Um, Oh, what's his name? the The creator of Dilbert. Uh, I forgot what his Scott name. Adams. Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Yeah, he talks about this stuff all the time, and I freaking love listening to his his take on it because he's not he's not a Trump fan, but he he's a realist and in, in 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 so far as he like looks at this stuff and goes, yeah, I see what he's doing. This is this is like hip, hypnosis, like the art of mm-hmm. persuasion. Like he's this dude's got some tricks up his sleeve, and he's using every every tool in his arsenal for this.
3: Have Have you uh, Daniel? Have you read um, How to Win Bigly by I have Scott read Adams? That. Yep that I have that's not, I would that like
1: to. The... Oh, sorry. We're both Daniel. <laughs> yeah. So oh, both yeah.
3: Daniels, in fact. No, um, I have not.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll be Danny. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, go go Dan... ahead, Daniel.
3: <laughs> no, I, I, haven't, I haven't read it,
0: but I'd like to. Um, it's,
3: uh, it's, a, it's a good read. It's a good read. And uh, if you want the audiobook version, man, I'll uh, I'll share that with you.
0: All right. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we run out of time here, I want to go ahead and hit on our mystery link of the week. And this uh this section is brought to you by my friend anthony trawick uh he he has a nonprofit called tennessee for families and the link is in the description below if you want to check that out but he he sends me a mystery link every week for us to enjoy um i've never seen it you guys have never seen it i mean unless you know you have but anyway <laughs> so we'll go ahead and go ahead and, and, and we're gonna we're gonna click on this and we're gonna experience, experience this together and and uh I, I do need uh some help um uh coming up with a name for this title so, for, the, for the title of this section because I just don't I don't I don't I don't like that name I need something better anyway so let's let's see what we got here uh, uh, all right no do not roast marshmallows over Hawaii's erupting volcano says USGS <laughs> what the hell <laughs> okay I, 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 I screen
3: cap this and uh, put it on Twitter I think it was originally from Time magazine and uh, I simply wrote, Charles Darwin says it's okay.
0: That's hilarious. On, on Monday, the U.S. Geological Survey's Twitter account took a break from posting updates about Hawaii's Kileyu volcanic eruption to respond to a silly question about snacks. It is safe to roast marshmallows over... Oh, sorry. Is it safe to roast marshmallows over volcanic vents? Asked Twitter <laughs> user Jay Fur, who was presumably joking, assuming you had a long enough stick, that is. Or would resulting marshmallows be poisonous? Actually, that's kind of an interesting question. <laughs> um, hey, hey, hey. I'm Scroll down. I, I can't read. All right. Um, the USG replied, we're going to have to say no, that's not safe. Please don't try <laughs> you yeah, Like, I mean, if, if, if you don't smoke marshmallows
3: over a, a volcano, how else will you get that smoky magma flavor that, you know, you so often crave. Because
1: everybody I,
2: I, likes sulfur in their food, right?
0: Yeah. Hydro- Holy hell yeah. They, they said <laughs> the vents emit hydrogen sulfide or sulfur dioxide. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and uh, the agency also noted that if you add sulfuric acid to sugar, you get a pretty spectacular reaction. Really? And then as I'm okay, gonna oh, it, cool. I'm to do, do that. that. what yeah, it looks I'm like. Thinking. Here's here's a sample of what it looks like. Scroll down a little bit. Let's see that video.
2: Oh wow!
0: Yeah. So that's what your marshmallow would do if you held it over a volcano. Oh
2: or wow! Very so that's how you get more marshmallows. Then is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like your marshmallows, you <laughs> get like more of them. marshmallows. If you're ever hungry, just yeah, more marshmallows.
3: <laughs> if you're if you're, if hungry, you're ever hungry, hungry, go and find a fucking volcano and yeah, uh, throw
2: some uh, marshmallows
1: at it, and you're set. Uh,
0: or just use the money you bought the plane ticket with to just buy some food. How about so
1: hypothetically, if you were to drop like an airplane load of marshmallows into a volcano, would it make it explode?
0: Holy dude, shit, I would love to dude, see. Dude, that. I like the way you think. <laughs> like I'm talking about like metric shit tons of oh, marshmallows yeah. dropped into the top of a volcano <laughs> just to see that oh
1: just it, it 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 would come just up see the black out of shit come out. <laughs>
0: That would be so cool. Yeah.
2: All
1: right. I'm so that,
3: I'm will, that- I'm I'm willing to wipe out Hawaii, as uh, in terms of just
0: conducting this experiment. <laughs> that's you know that's that's very very nice of you. Very nice. Of you. <laughs> so, that being said, um, I would like to uh be sure be sure to thank Anthony over at Tennessee for Families uh, for sending us those those links. Just just let him know you appreciate it, and uh, I'm sure he would appreciate a little check out of his uh non-for-profit um he really does do some good work but anyway i'll do i'll do a cam show for you anthony just to show my appreciation he would he <laughs> would definitely like that too and probably would return in kind his own cam show for you as well fantastic <laughs> so anyway so i'm um, gonna have
2: clothes on for said cam show right
3: uh no nah, fuck no fuck no. <laughs> 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 no no i'm gonna i'm gonna nuke the fuck up we don't need clothes where we're going <laughs> Oh yeah, Daniel. You and I—we need to so, see. This is exactly what I was talking about. He's
0: fucking bored.
3: <laughs>
2: I always put on clothes for this show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Much to our chagrin. Thanks a lot. You know. Yeah. You
2: have a twelve-year-old in the room with you.
0: You know. You know. She's thirteen. Totally <laughs> yes. legit.
2: Yeah, it's totally. Yeah. Still a kid. Totally
0: legit. You. You know. You know. You know <laughs> how many subscribers I would have. If I just had like you know just ever so often a boob would show up. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. You gotta take one for the team once in a while,
2: okay? I well, don't Put Trump on the screen. He got a boob for everybody.
0: There you go. There you go. As long as there's boobs, people will come. <laughs> no pun intended. Anyway, if you enjoyed the, watching the show tonight, please that, make sure. Sounds, you like, sounds like sounds like a sexy version of Field of Dreams. I'm I'm going <laughs> to you if you don't let me close the show. <laughs> And <laughs> <All right. At laughs> anyway, if if you would also like to hang out and be one of the guests on the show, be sure to head over to unframeofmind.com and click that button. That says "Be my guest," and uh, I'll be I'll be more than happy to squeeze you into one of these weeks. I'm I'm always looking for guests, especially guests with different, varying opinions, because I, I do not do not do not want to form an echo chamber, and I don't want to just have a bunch of people patting each other on the back and scratching each other's nuts. That would be fun, but it would not be very entertaining. I'll be an anarcho-nationalist.
2: Not- somebody who could scratch my
0: nuts that would be excellent yes i will actually <laughs> be visiting you soon <laughs> Visiting you soon to personally scratch your nuts
3: <laughs> hi daniel could you scratch my nuts with your tongue um i can yeah. i
0: can um all right uh, bye wow was that not the best Gasm? you've ever had want to do it again go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching world-altering podcasts videos
1: and articles and get those critical thinking juices flowing.